Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. been so blue don't know what's come over you you found someone and don't it make my brown eyes blue I'll be fine when you're gone I'll just cry all night long What I had, but honey, now I Well, you didn't write it, but don't it make my brown eyes blue is kind of a breakup song of sorts, isn't it? Yeah, a wonderful song. It was huge for her. I'll tell you the story behind that. A year before that, we had cut a song called I'll Get Over You, which was her first number one record, and it was written by Richard Lee. I had met Richard before he came to town. When he showed up in town after he was through with school, he had that song with him. At that time, I thought I was going to be a publisher, too, and so I was working with Richard as a writer. So we had a good record there, but then I decided I didn't want to try to wear both hats and be a producer and a publisher, so I set about helping Richard find a publishing home, and I sent that song, along with others, to two or three different publishers, sent Richard People would listen to a few bars of that song and hit fast forward. 
which drove me crazy. But anyway, I ended up publishing that song because uh, no one picked up on it, and Crystal and I cut it, and it turned out great. And the day we were putting the finishing touches on it, the head of the United Artists Publishing Company walked into the studio. I said, hello, and he said, who wrote that? And I said, Richard Lee, and I've been trying to help him find a publishing deal. You want to talk? He said, yeah. <laughs> Guy in the right place at the right time, huh? <laughs> yeah. So he signed Richard Lee, and about a year went by, and Richard Lee's landlord, a girl named Sandy Mason, was a friend of mine. She started saying, you need to come out and talk to Richard. He hadn't had anything happen in about a while here, and he's kind of down. And I said, okay, but I didn't get to it right away, and she was at me again. You need to come out. So I said, okay, okay. And I went out to cheer Richard up, and we sat on the floor of Sandy's uh, apartment, and swap songs for a while, and, uh, and then he mentioned this song that his publisher was going to try to get to uh, an artist named Shirley Bassey. And I said, why don't you sing it? He sang, Don't It Make My Brown Eyes Blue. I said, would you sing that again? He sang it again, and I said, Shirley Bassey, my ass, I want that song. <laughs> and so I showed it to Crystal when she and I got together next, and she loved it as much as I did. We put it on our list to record, and the keyboard player who we had been working with was Charles Cochran. Before we could do that session, he had a mini stroke, had some numbness in his right arm and right side of his face. And a week or two before the session, I said, you're going to be all right to do that? And he said, yeah, yeah, I'll be fine. And I thought, well, I don't want him to feel under pressure. So I hired Pig Robbins, Argus Robbins, to be a second keyboard player because I've been kind of wanting to uh, bring him in on some of Crystal's work anyway. So we showed that song to the band that day, and within minutes, Hargis started playing that identity lick. And boy, the session just gelled immediately. We cut the song, and it was like the first time we rolled tape, third time through, we cut that song, and that was it. I didn't change a note or anything. I added strings later, but that was it. It's a that was it moment when you heard the piano line. You're, that's it. Don't change a thing on that. We're going with that. Let's get the tape rolling, huh? The whole band reacted to that, and it was just like immediately. So within no time, we had our cut. What's that feeling like, that that's it moment? Like, how do you know? What, what do you feel inside to say, that's it, we're going with that, that's it? It's great. It's very exciting. Um, it's happened to me. Well, when Kathy Matea and I cut uh, 18 Wheels and a Dozen Roses, it was the same way. It was less, maybe a half an hour. It was like second or third time through with the band. The engineer and I were running tape. I pushed down on the talk back and said, I think you need to come listen to that. And so everybody came in to listen to the playback, and everybody agreed that was the cut. And Kathy said, well, that was easy. What are we going to do now? <laughs> <laughs> you wish they all were that way, huh? 